views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Day by day. And welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. We're uh, going to talk about today the signs of apostasy, one of the signs that Christ said and Paul, the apostle, stated would be one of the indicators that we are at the end of a dispensation. Uh, many Christians don't like the term dispensation, but it just means a period of time. And a 2,000 year period of time from the time of Christ's resurrection and his ascending and his return, his descending, as he ascended, he will descend. A dispensation, a period of time we others call it a church age where the seven churches of God would be in time in the nations all through from the time of the night of resurrection when the children in that room where Christ appeared and breathed into them his Holy Spirit that began this age this dispensation it will end when Christ returns and gathers all of his born-again children to himself at the judgment seat of Christ. That dispensation, that age, that period of time, a church age, will be finished, will be completed. It will be a complete, completed plan of God with mankind. Then the millennial kingdom will commence. Then the rule of Jesus Christ over the nations will begin. That will be the millennial kingdom. A thousand year period of time. It will be a dispensation or a, an age. So one of the big signs or major signs which will be big but it will be a very clear sign will be apostasy and the apostle paul speaks of this apostasy in second thessalonians chapter 2 verse uh, uh, chapter 2 and i'm going to cover that today as well as some of the mysteries for our time 
in the age in which we presently are, we as, as a body of Christ in all seven lampstands, a mystery, Babylon the Great. Uh, the scripture simplifies Babylon, the ancient Babylon of Nebuchadnezzar, and the verses in the scripture, numerous, that talk about that time and about Nebuchadnezzar and his kingdom and the rule over uh, that part of the Middle East till he was replaced by the Persians. But then the scripture also talks about an end of the world or the end of the age, Babylon, and it's called Babylon the Great, the harlot, a mystery. And Babylon the Great is not referring to Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon. Two separate, two separate distinct thoughts and two different places, two different kingdoms. They were both kingdoms, one ancient and you could say modern or a new, um, I won't say new, an end of the age, a Babylon the Great that would exist in the centuries before Christ's second coming. And it would be centuries. It wouldn't just be decades. It would be centuries. But it would be new. It would be young. One of the references uh, is young, meaning not ancient. We're going to discuss that. This mystery for the prophets in the time in which we live is a significant revelation for the prophets. Because with the revelation that God's children, his prophetic people, when they receive this revelation, what it does is it will begin to give them a perfect balance as to the time that we're in, as to the different nations and how they all fit in this end of the age, end of the world, prior to Christ's return uh, scenario. For those that see where a, a Babylon the Great sits, where it exists, everything fits. Through the, through the years, the Bible teachers I've studied, uh, many have been, it, it's been, they have not been able to identify Babylon the Great. Some uh, suspect it will come out of ancient Babylon, ancient, uh, the old Babylon resurrected. Others, in a more religious sense, would believe that it would be the Catholic Church, which is uh, not true. The Catholic Church does not have armies. The Catholic Church has influence internationally, but does not have armies. Many believe that the Pope would be the Antichrist. Well, the present Pope may have an Antichrist spirit. 
there are those within Catholicism, the bishops and the uh, men that uh, the uh, cardinals that do not accept the, the present uh, Pope Francis. They don't recognize him as a true Pope of the Catholic Church. They consider him to be uh, an imposter. They don't. Uh, he is a a um, has a different agenda. He's a hireling, not for the Catholic people, but for agendas, international agendas, with a new world order. With the Catholic people, this is something that they have to research individually. But many of the officials within Catholicism in the Vatican internationally do not recognize Francis as the Pope of the Catholic Church, as the ruler, the leader of the Catholic Church. He came in um, unlawfully, which would be the principle of the coming Antichrist, but Antichrist would not be a leader of a religion except his own religion and he would be the king of an empire of a nation that has armies that is powerful economically that has power over nations in a military sense so it just depends on the some believe that uh Antichrist and the coming kingdom of Babylon would be England, would be Charles. Uh, there was a book years ago, Antichrist and a Cup of Tea, and he made some very, I forgot the, the author's name, he made some very good points. I, I know him, I, it's been a long time, we did visit back in the 90s, and he, uh, his contention was that out of England would come the Antichrist. I don't. I can't take that position. I never have, because England, though the sun never set on the English Empire, it has set, and the sun has risen on the United States of America after World War II. Which brings me to an, a point that I need to interject, and I'll come back to. Babylon the Great. The prophets of Israel and the prophets, the contemporary prophets of our time, and there will be prophets in the time in which we live. There are. The scripture says there will be. The scripture is accurate and true. The prophets of Israel, they were not political. They didn't get involved with the aspects of the society. They <clears throat> have a uh, different call or a different uh, objective. And in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 8, 9, 10, and 11, the prophet Ezekiel 
he was given a revelation of what happened within the temple, in the courtyard, in the city. So he was given complete clarity of the situation that was taking place with the children of Israel as a as a society, what was happening in Jerusalem as a city, and what was happening with the people and the worship in the temple with the elders of the city, with the priests, it was a complete revelation. And Ezekiel didn't have in any way a persuasion politically. He wasn't there to change anything. He was there to view from the God's perspective what was happening in the city, in the temple, in the, at the temple gate, at the uh, with the priests of the city, with the women of the city, the religious women, who were they weeping for? Tammuz. Who were they facing? They were facing the sun, but not the sun, S-O-N, but the S-U-N, or the gods of their religion, which was not the god that some in the city were worshiping. Those in the city that were worshiping uh, Yahweh, there was a mark put upon their forehead. They were protected from the judgment that was going to come. The prophets look at what is happening in the religious world and they look at what's happening in the society. They view everything from the perspective of the sanctions of God. The sanctions of God being simple, simply this. If people are keeping the ways of God in conscience and in, in what was written as far as the law, they would receive positive sanctions. In other words, it would be well. Positive sanctions. Those that didn't follow conscience and the laws that were presented to them that were written in their belief system, then there were negative sanctions. It's very simple with God for the Christians that are listening to the program. Positive sanctions, negative sanctions on the part of God working with us individually. Now, that is separate from negative sanctions that will come in through attack from the kingdom of darkness. So there's an additional thought that you have to keep in mind too. If you are... If you have offended the Lord through offending your brother, offending those in the household of God, offending those that are not even children of God, there's going to be some negative sanctions. The Holy Spirit will lift His Spirit off of you and you won't have peace. But if everything in your world toward God is, is copacetic, if it's in balance, 
and you are suffering something negatively, then you have to look to the thief who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Because remember, we're at war. We, believers, are at war. We're trying to keep a balance with our relationship with Christ, with the Godhead, and we are at war with another invisible kingdom. The devil and the children of the devil and the fallen angels, the demons, it's a spiritual battle. The prophets had a balance. They understood clearly the operations in the spiritual world with God and his sanctions toward his people and the enemies without, even enemies within. I'm getting deep here. I'll try to continue to convey this as clearly as I can. It's complicated, but it can be understood. There were the the uh, apostle, the uh, the uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. They were the uh, prophets. And there's a term that they use, major prophets, which isn't, a, isn't not an accurate way to explain these three prophets. The prophets that followed them, which would be called minor prophets, no, you can't consider them to be minor prophets. You can't consider Daniel to be a minor, minor prophet. In no way. It was just the difference was there were the prophets that were pre-exile, before Israel was exiled from her land, there were the prophets that prophesied to Israel about the negative sanctions that were going to come to Israel because of her unfaithfulness to God, because of her idolatry. So these were the pre-exilic prophets, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah. They came before Israel was exiled, exiled, before Israel was removed from her land. They warned repeatedly of the unfaithfulness of the children of Israel and the punishments that were going to come if they didn't repent. They repeatedly, Isaiah, uh, he speaks delicately, but he speaks firmly to the children of Israel about their violations of their relationship with a true God. And even Isaiah says, you know, God tells Isaiah and the Jewish people, is there any God but me? And God says, I know of none. So in other words, they were worshiping other powers, which these powers could be considered to be gods. They did have authority. They did have power. There was some reality to these other gods. But God says, I don't know of any other gods like me. So why would you worship then when I alone am the God of Israel? And then Isaiah also told 
the children of Israel, it was forbidden for them to make agreements with the other nations for protection for any reason in a sense other than commerce. And they were warned not to make an agreement with foreign leaders. Well, there's going to be a time in the future, in the near future, when Israel is going to violate that one commandment. You see, Israel is married to God. This is God's wife. This is his spouse. They are not to marry themselves to other kingdoms, to other kings, to other kingdoms. But shortly, Israel is going to violate that uh, they're going to violate what God commanded they are not to violate. You are not to make agreements with other nations. Israel is going to make an agreement with the coming Babylon and the king of the coming Babylon. And that is going to bring in seven-year tribulation. When that agreement, the contract, is signed, a covenant, then the seven years of tribulation begins and basically it will be a divorce. It will be a divorce from God and a marriage to the coming Antichrist and his kingdom for protection. <clears throat> Isaiah told them, don't do that. Yes, they've done made small agreements with other nations but not like this one. This will be a one-of-a-kind agreement with the coming Antichrist who will become the abomination of desolation and Israel will understand when this individual declares himself to be God. Ezekiel sees, and he sees the idolatry. He sees the worship in Jerusalem in the temple and who the women weep for, and the sin of the elders going into behind a wall to see what they're worshiping, things that are uh, totally forbidden by God, things that will violate the laws of God and violate the uh, uh, individual, violate them to the point where there's no recovery. And there's nothing but judgment that can follow that type of violation. Deep, deep violations of sexual perversion, which cannot, they can repent, but they cannot be recovered. And one thing with pedophilia, people that are involved with that, even Christians in porno, things of this nature, sex sins, they can violate themselves and God will forgive but the worm is too deep it goes in too deep into the soul they can generally never escape that hold of that worm or demon or these powerful spirits that will keep them in bondage just like with homosexuality it really takes the power of Almighty God to free them 
Ezekiel sees all this witchcraft, idolatry, worship to other gods, worship to the creation. This is why Christians that, that get into creation worship, it's idolatry. You have to be careful. You offend the Christ who, if you're born again, you offend him. You are purchased by him. You are to worship him. Yes, he created all things, but you're not to worship what is created. You are to worship the creator, the one who has redeemed you only. You can't make agreements in the same principle as Israel with other nations. You cannot make any type of contracts and agreements with anything other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we'll be back in just a few minutes. We're going to continue. The Rick Rodriguez Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program podcasts are 1360KHNC.com. We'll be right back. Hello friends, this is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Tactical Civics at TacticalCivics.com. We the people for the first time in a long time are joining together to enforce what we stipulate in the Constitution. It is proper law enforcement. Whether you're old, young, or too busy, America needs you. You can be a part of the people's grand jury or militia. The Republicans are not going to save us. It's up to us now to do what we should have been doing all along. Join us at tacticalcivics.com. KHNC, my truck broke down. I knew it was time to get a new one. And I knew there was only one place I was going to go, Steve and Mike over at the Ramsey Auto Group. So I gave them a call at 970-443-5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run. And then they set me up with a new truck that I love. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley, 970-443-5654. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, 
just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. Oh, happy day. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Whatever you bow to becomes your God. Whatever you bow to, whatever you bow the knee to becomes your God. And this is apostasy. I'm talking about Israel signing an agreement with the coming king of Babylon. That is apostasy. (coughs) Pardon me. Apostasy, you, you cannot in a sentence identify what apostasy is. Drifting away from God in your relationship to Him is apostasy. Simply, as you drift away, you become apostate. Now, the prophets... Then you have Jeremiah. Jeremiah wept and wept and presented to the reader the apostasy within Israel. The shepherds of the land, uh, the rulers of Israel, they uh, didn't direct the children of God back to God. This is one of the, this is one of the uh, duties of a prophet is to direct God's children back to Him. When you recognize that their condition is a condition of drifting, of leaving, of separating, you direct God's children back to God. You make God real to them. The power of Almighty God you give them the reality of this Almighty God. And you you stop the drift. You stop that current that leads from God and you bring them back to God. Like the salmon coming upstream, swimming, swimming upstream. It, it'll be, there's going to be some effort, but you have to return back to God in your apostasy. If you're not, if you are, uh, again, drifting away from God, you are apostate. 
you're you're heading into apostasy and it's going to be tougher to come back it's going to be difficult don't drift too far the duty of the prophets was to like with the Ezekiel, with the Jeremiah point out the rulers in the society the land those in the uh, nation of Israel the elders the city fathers they drifted and to warn them that they also even though their duties may be on the civil uh, the, the civil side of the society they may not be in the uh, priesthood but as civil servants they have a responsibility to protect the citizens of Jerusalem so to speak that was their duty they were appointed and in that responsibility God is involved even in this country those in in the civil uh, part of society in the agencies government agencies state city county they have a responsibility a duty to protect the citizens of the nation there are consequences to have these type of positions and the prophets warned the the uh, elders of the city warned them what the consequences were going to be and then the prophets looked at the king and if the king was out of uh, order had to, they had to go to the king and warn the king like king david king david was warned nathan but then the priests had to look at the religious side of the culture of the society and we believers the pr prophetic people we have to watch what is happening from the pulpit across whether it be the Catholic Church Lutheran churches or any evangelical assemblies we have to look at what is happening from the pulpit we have to have the discernment to and not only discernment but we take what the holy what the word of god says and we match the word of god with the conduct of those in the pulpit and if there isn't a uh, if there is a violation of what the scripture says like for example the man who are to be in powers positions of power Paul told Timothy they have they have a list of uh, um, instructions the husband of one wife in other words you can't divorce marry divorce marry divorce marry no you have no power of the Holy Spirit if that's the case it takes the power of the Holy Spirit with a husband and wife it takes the the power on both sides of the Holy Spirit with husband and wife to make a marriage work if one is strong spiritually the other isn't then there's an imbalance and it could be disaster 
both husband and wife have to have the right spiritual uh, the, the, the 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 grace of God upon each one of them. I know in marriage uh, there are some times when you have to take the cross. I have to take the cross, or my wife has to take the cross. We don't we we can't go two different directions. We have to make a decision to go one direction, and it's going to cost one or the other. But for the sake of the marriage, for the sake of the family, these this grace is given is available to the individual, male or female, the husband or wife. The grace is available to do what is right, to find the have the mind of Christ to go the direction that God in, uh, would desire that the couple go. The prophets look to see what is out of balance within the religious world, within a society. There is imbalance in the churches of God in America, the evangelical churches. There's in, imbalance in the Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, Orthodox churches, uh, Messianic churches, Pentecostal churches, Charismatic fundamental churches. There's imbalance. And the prophets see the imbalance. And depending on where God places them, they have a, <clears throat> a an, an effect they can have, they should have an effect on the small world or the large world, a macro or micro world in which they influence. In my world, I do have an effect of those around me. And we, we all, the prophets, carry a, uh, an anointing with them that is, it, it, um, I want to phrase it correctly, the anointing that they have brings insight to any situation that is not on, not uh, that is off, is off the mark, that is strayed, just like a like a father and the parents in the household when the children are beginning to stray, they see it, and then they have the way in which to correct the child to keep the child going in a proper direction so he doesn't get in trouble or they don't get in trouble with the law, get in trouble with um, things that are going to cause them hardship and the whole family hardship. There has to be prophets in a society. Israel, Jeremiah made it clear that the children of Israel the shepherds of the land, they were selfish, taking care of themselves. This is why they were fat. And the rest of the sheep, or the, the rest of the cattle within the field, they were suffering. They weren't being fed. They weren't being led and directed properly. And with the souls of man, it's different than cattle in the field. The souls of men is why Christ came 
He died for the souls of men. So with these three prophets, they were pre-exile, meaning warned what was going to happen because of the children of Israel's disobedience and the negative sanctions that were going to come upon Israel. Negative. Yes, they're going to have famine in the land, famine in the land, no rain, the crops are going to be diseased. But the greatest famine, or the greatest judgment, was that they would actually lose their land and become slaves to other nations, exiled from their own home. That was the greatest hardship. The greatest hardship to a Christian is to be exiled, in a sense, from the presence of God. This is very difficult. Christians will go mad to be to be out of favor with no the Spirit of God has departed from you. This is why with Christians the most important part of your Christian life is the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Lord or the favor of the Lord or you can tell that, that God's pleased with you and uh, that is the most important part of the Christian life, not violating the, doing anything to cause the Holy Spirit to leave. And if the Holy Spirit does depart until you repent, then He'll return. And this is the way it is with the Christians. The Lord, if you offend Him, uh, He doesn't leave you. He can never leave you. He's in you. But He can pull His presence he can stop speaking to you till you find what your sin is, repent of it. Then there, the relationship and the communication is restored. The children of Israel were exiled from the land. You don't want to be exiled from your relationship with Christ. This is a part of the apostasy. And those that are apostate, they don't even recognize that they, they believe that um, they can convince themselves and believe that they are in the, the will of God, the plan of God, but they'll have no power, they'll have no authority, there will be disaster, calamity, hardship that they bring upon themselves, not punishment from the Lord, but because they're out of place, uh, it'd be like, um, trying to give an example. When you're, you're out of place, you just don't have the Spirit of God upon you. It's like playing in the, the, at the freeway. You're out of place. You're in a dangerous situation. You've got to get off that freeway, get away from it, get off the road, get back to the sidewalk, where you're going to be protected. Bad example, but best I can think of. Now, then you have the post-exile prophets. Now, they come in to the mercy of God, and they begin to tell the children of Israel that are out, out of their nation, away from. They come in, and they say, okay, 
once you're away from, once you're scattered to the nations, in the nations you're going to plead with God. In the nations you're going to weep. In the nations you're going to petition God to bring you back. And God will bring you back. Because He's merciful. You are His children. You are the family that He has called from all the families of the earth. You will be brought back to your nation. And your nation you will be restored once again in the land that was given to you by your forefathers. That happened in 1948. That prophecy, that great prophecy was fulfilled when Israel became a nation once again. So you have the pre and the post exile, exilic prophets. Both groups are very powerful. These men knew the plan of God for the children of Israel through time. Then you have in the New Testament, you have the New Testament, we call them apostles. These apostles were now overseeing a new kingdom. All the disciples, excluding Judas Iscariot, Iscariot brought in, Matthias comes in. These apostles now are bringing into the thinking of the children of Israel in that area, eventually through the Apostle Paul, the Gentile people, another thought that there is a kingdom. Israel is not going to have the kingdom where she rules for another 2,000 years. Eventually that time will come. But in between, during this dispensation we're in, it's the dispensation of the reality of the kingdom of heaven. Not in thought, but in power. Immediately, the, upon the day of Pentecost, then it was clear that the Holy Spirit at Pentecost had poured Himself upon the believers in power. They were, dre- they were clothed with power, not just within now, within for sanctification, without for warfare. The Holy Spirit is in to keep you, to keep you pure, to give you life. But then you have the power without for the battles to come with the spiritual world. We'll be back. Rick Rodriguez. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. 
Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. The real cost of the state is the prosperity we do not see, the jobs that don't exist, the technologies to which we do not have access, the businesses that do not come into existence, and the bright future that is stolen from us. The state has looted us just as surely as a robber who enters our home at night and steals all that we love. Frederick Bastia. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. Okay, we're done with the first hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program, hour one, nine to ten, and we'll be back in a little bit to continue. So the uh, before I do, I'll give you the contact information. Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box eight seven two, Longmont, Colorado. 80502 and podcast for the program are on 1360khnc.com God has a great plan for the prophetic people in America now the uh in I'm talking more mainly about the evangelical churches the uh fundamental uh messianic charismatic slash pentecostal churches the plan is that within the body of Christ, you will have overseers different from just pastors. Pastors, teachers, they have a, uh, an office, but their office is limited. Their office is a specific 
uh, there's a direction, but the apostolic, and, and I, I will talk more about the apostles maybe right after the break to clarify this matter of apostleship and who the apostles are, what they are, what they do, why do they do it, what gives them the authority to do what they do. or to, um, We'll talk about that. But also, the prophetic people. You see, they have, an, they have a intuitive ability given to them by the Holy Spirit that is much more sensitive than just the pastor, evangelist, teacher. This is what separates the different administrative abilities. And many may not like that. They may have an issue with that in their thinking. Uh, that's okay. You can have an issue with that thought, with that concept. Uh, that's fine. Doesn't change the reality of things. There are those in the body of Christ that do have a much more a, a, a sensitivity that others in these administrative gifts do not have. They have a the spirit upon them for the duty as a teacher. They must be accurate in what they teach, what they see, what they understand doctrinally. With the evangelists, they have a the spirit of the a spirit of god is upon them so they can communicate to the audience why christ is necessary for salvation and what upon receiving christ what happens to that individual that is, receives christ and with the uh, pastor the pastors, they have a duty to keep the flock of God in a situation of safety so that they can grow and mature. But still, the prophet, apostle, have a different duty. We'll be back in a few minutes. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. This morning's top national headline, unfortunately, comes from here in the state. Just before midnight last night, police say a gunman opened fire inside a gay nightclub in Colorado Springs, killing five people and injuring 18. The suspected shooter was injured, but police aren't saying how. That person arrested and hospitalized. Police didn't initially offer any more information. Lieutenant Pamela Castro of the Springs Police. We have 18 injured and five deceased. That number is subject to change as the investigation continues. Castro says officers got into the building within moments apprehending the apparent gunman, the surviving victims being treated at several hospitals around the city. The club says in a Facebook post it's thankful some customers subdued the shooter, holding him for police. More information expected from the Springs later today.
The University of Colorado is making it easier for students to receive emergency alerts. That comes after criticism of the school following no warning about an off-campus shooting on University Hill last month that wounded one person. Now CU police have announced that several off-campus areas are eligible for alerts. The university will also add students' information to the Boulder County Emergency Alert System. I hope that our community knows that we are listening to them and we've been able to deploy these upgrades or improvements to our alert protocols very rapidly. University Police Spokeswoman Christine Mahoney says students will now be able to get those alerts by either email or text. Chilly temperatures in this week's additional snow have prompted more early openings to the ski and snowboard season in the state. On Saturday alone, Aspen Mountain and Purgatory near Durango got the season started, and Winter Park, the closest major resort to the Denver area, opened additional terrain. Copper Mountain, where the U.S. ski team's training for its World Cup season, has been open for a couple weeks, as have Breckenridge, Keystone, Loveland, Vail, and Arapahoe Basin. In sports, the Broncos continue searching for their fourth win of the NFL season this afternoon. They host the rival Raiders of Vegas at Empower Field. In college football Saturday, everybody was cold at Falcon Stadium, but the Falcons were hot themselves. Air Force beat the CSU Rams 24-12. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Becco's new line of dishwashers feature corner intents, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Becco achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Becco, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Becco.com for more details. That's B-E-K-O.com. Just like the virus has evolved, so is the vaccine. Introducing an updated COVID vaccine, featuring protection against current COVID variants like Omicron. This vaccine uses the same safe formula that millions of people have already received and is available now for free all over Colorado. This updated protection will help keep us healthy, especially during this time of year as we get together with loved ones. Find a vaccine clinic at covid19.colorado.gov so you can gather around safe and sound. Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hi, 
this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. The Lord didn't call me to be a pastor. He called me to have a ministry. And uh, He made it possible. I didn't just... In 1988, he told me I would have a ministry. I didn't just jump and do anything in a natural way to begin a ministry. I waited till 2001. Then the Lord gave me the go-ahead. With the prophets of Israel, they always waited until they were given an order to do this or to do that. Uh, we don't know how old... Isaiah was when he began his ministry. We know that as he, at the end of his uh, time of departure from this earth, we know that uh, he was hopefully going to just retire and enjoy the balance of his life. You know, uh, enjoy life. But God would continue to give him, like Isaiah chapter 21, God gave him a vision of the end of the world, very disturbing vision. He didn't like it. And Isaiah 21 was the vision of the World Trade Center bombings in New York City. And uh, it's a type of Babylon has fallen, has fallen. Well, two towers came down, a Tower 1 and Tower 2, David and uh, Nelson. The two towers had names, David Rockefeller, Nelson Rockefeller. He was just minding his own business, Isaiah, and he had a vision. And he saw a something coming at a distance. He was a watchman. What do you see, watchman? He said, I see two, two horses running like birds in the air, two sparrows flying swiftly to accomplish a purpose. Well, two sparrows, one sparrow hit the World Trade Center 1, and one sparrow hit World Trade Center 2. 
Isaiah just wanted, hopefully, to live his life out, grow old, and die. There's no retirement in the household of God until we are depart this earth at God's timing. We are to be active. Even if we uh, really can't be out and about, as long as we have breath, we can pray. And prayer is one of the greatest, the most powerful uh, tool or the weapon in the arsenal of God's children. Prayer and praise. The two most powerful, most potent weapons of warfare. Prayer and praise. Yes, we have to be busy. We have duties. But I know at the end of my life now, or I'm not at the end of my life, but I know the power and the importance of prayer. I know what can be accomplished through prayer. We pray, and then we leave it alone. Once we've presented our request to God, now it's in His hand. It's no longer in our hand. He is now responsible to carry out, if we are praying in the Spirit, what He's asked us to pray for. We pray for protection for individuals. <clears throat> we, by faith, believe that God has heard those prayers, and it is His responsibility to protect them, to keep them. Prayer, praise. Now, with the prophets I was talking about in the last hour, the prophets, pro prophets prior to the time of the exile of Israel, the prophets after Israel had been exiled, one, the initial prophets, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, told Israel the negative sanctions that are coming because of your apostasy. Negative sanctions. You're going to be removed from the land. After, after the next prophets prior, after the exile, Daniel, uh, Amos, Joel, Zechariah, Habakkuk, all of them, Obadiah, all of them prophesied the judgments on the enemies of God and the return of Israel to their land. They were clear. The prophets didn't get involved in the politics. They presented a negative sanction to obedience, or the positive sanction that comes with obedience, the negative sanction that comes to God's children in disobedience. It's very simple. Positive sanctions, negative sanctions. God is the one who decides what those sanctions will be on the positive side and the negative side. We who are prophetic are to oversee the kingdom of heaven. We're not here to just, we pray for, 
and we can vote, we can have part of what happens in the civil, civil aspect of society, but we prophets have a much greater responsibility to pray and to find the will of God, a pray according to that will. There must be peace in the society for the sake of the building of the body of Christ. Peace in the time of peace is when building takes place. But there will come a time when, even with peace, building may not take place because God's children may get a little complacent, which is the case in America. Complacency is apostasy. Apostasy is drifting away from what is important with God and a relationship with Him and the responsibilities that have been given to the body of Christ, to the children of God. It's to kind of relationship with God directly and obedience to His requests in labor, in being active, in going out and fulfilling the commission that God gave the children of, of uh, His children the born-again children. Preach the kingdom of heaven. There is a kingdom. We are part of a kingdom. In this 2,000-year period of time, we are in the reality of a kingdom, the reality being the power and authority that we have as God's children. There is a kingdom coming after Christ's return. He will establish His rule upon the nations for a 1,000 years. The nations don't want that. The nations want to continue in their evil. But Christ will come, and the serpent, the old devil, will be cast into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. He'll be there. He'll have no influence over the societies. The demons, the fallen angels, will also be neutralized. They will not have any authority to demonize nations, cultures, people. Man will be regulated by his conscience and by God's word in the millennial kingdom. Even the children will know God. People will come to children and tell us, instruct us, they'll, they'll ask these children, instruct us on the ways of God, the things of God. The children will do that. But in this period of time in which we live, which we are the body of Christ, as long as we're here, we are a kingdom. We are a kingdom that should have power, but we are a church, and the kingdom is in the churches of God, in the lampstands of God. Christ gave us the authority. He's given us through His name. We have the power to bind and loose. We have the power to heal we have the power to cast out spirits. <clears throat> and we have in this kingdom authority that Christ gave us before he ascended, his final ascension. This is why in the world today, the greatest authority are not the kings and the kingdoms and the militaries. The greatest authority 
is in the household of God, the children of God that know how to use the spiritual weapons that were given to us. We are a greater threat. We are the greatest threat to the kingdom of darkness. Armies are not a threat to the kingdom of darkness. It's like trying to fight Leviathan with a spear. All he does is laughs. There's no effect of spears, bullets, bombs, nuclear weapons, laser technology, wet weather warfare on the kingdom of darkness. None. No authority. It's another kingdom. It's an invisible spiritual kingdom. The great the greatest uh, enemy of that dark kingdom are the faithful believers in the body, in the churches of God, in the body of Christ. We are the greatest threat. Here's what Christ said in Matthew chapter 16. The gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church, against the faithful ecclesia, the whole body of Christ. I, re I repeat this over and over. I have to repeat it because I get new listeners in. Not The whole family of God is not going to be effective. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, Paul says that there's an apostasy a falling away. There's a, an abandonment of God and the ways of God. The whole family of God will not be effective against the kingdom of darkness. Only a remnant, a portion, a company, a small remnant, a residue, only that residue will be will be uh, effective, victorious over the kingdom of darkness. So it's called the ecclesia. Just meaning the faithful church, the intact church, the, the reality of what the overcoming community is. It's a, it's a community of believers that have departed from everything in the natural world and even psychologically from everything that interferes with their growth and love for the Lord Jesus. The Ecclesia. This is what is feared. Kingdom of darkness, the devil, fallen angels, demons, they don't fear bombs, bullets. They don't fear this. Anything natural, they don't fear it. Their great enemy is in the body of Christ, in the lampstands, are the overcomer children. The war is against, specifically, the overcomers. You don't need to go to war against those that are apostate. They're already victims. They're already captive. 
You don't need to, to worry about them. You worry about those that are not captive, that are not in bondage, that are not in, un, under the control of the flesh, under the control of spirits. <clears throat> Excuse me. The spirits. Their enemy, the great enemy, in the world today is in the body of Christ. The born-again Gentile and Hebrew children of God. So there are prophets. There are there are the there are the administration of apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. There are those administrations. But in the administrations there is a hierarchy. And this is where Christian people they just cringe at the thought of hierarchy. You see, in the evangelical churches in America, there's, there is a, a freedom, there is a, a release, they think, from order. There's never a release from order in the kingdom of heaven. There is no release or there is, no, uh, there is order in the kingdom of darkness. There is the, there's Lucifer, and then you have right on down the line all of those that are employed that work with Lucifer down to the, the least of the demons. There's order. It's the same in the household of God. In the evangelical churches, the churches, to a degree, they do understand order. Greater authority, lesser authority. They do understand that. They don't like it. Those that have lesser authority, they, going back to the Garden of Eden, they don't want, they want, uh, they want to be more powerful. They don't want to be, they, they want, they want to have more authority, not less authority. This is the competition. This is what destroys the harmony in the kingdom of heaven. But there has to be an order. And there is an order. Firstly, apostle, prophet, and down the line. Not that the others are, are less and not needed. No, they are needed. Every individual in the body of Christ is needed. This is why Paul gave the example of, of uh, an eye uh, you know which is which is more important the eye or the the tongue or the ear or the right no everything in the body of Christ is needed but there has to be an order now I will I've discussed this before I'm going to discuss it again there will be apostles in the churches in America, there will be apostles. Many in the uh, pastors of the, of the larger denominations, they don't like this. They like to fight it. And I understand why. There are those within Pentecostal, charismatic slash charismatic churches that have taken the title of apostle, of great man, taken the title of, of chief apostles, this terminology, and 
many of these that have taken these terms are not therein uh, errant in their doctrine. Best example I can give, this is going to make many of you shudder, but you'd need to hear it. There is a new apostolic reform movement. And in that movement, there is the extreme uh, nar men that are there to extreme to the point where the, simply the thought is that we believers are going to have the power and authority to take over the societies of this world for Christ. And then when Christ returns, we will present the societies of the world to Christ as a gift to Him. That's extreme. It's dominionism. Then you have dominionism, which is not as extreme, but it's economic dominionism. In other words, we will control the economies of the world. We can be successful in bringing in uh, proper ways of commerce, uh, uh, different means of commerce which can make any nation strong and powerful. So there are different forms of dominionism. But dominionism is dominionism. It is not a biblical... Uh, it's not what is presented in the Bible. We are a kingdom. We are not to rule kingdoms. We are a kingdom, a spiritual kingdom that rules from a spiritual per perspective. We rule over ourselves individually, over our flesh, our soul, our wants, our likes, our tastes, or whatever. Then we are to present Messiah to the nations. We are to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have been given authority to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to have a healthy assembly of believers throughout this country in the evangelical churches. Uh, each of the lampstands has a different duty. The Catholic Church, the duty of the Catholic Church, is different from the duties of the Lutheran churches. The doctrines of the Catholic Church are different than Lutheran doctrines. Protestant, uh, further on down, the uh, closer to our time, Protestantism continued to morph or to uh, become more clear on the eternal purpose of God and God's plan for our time. We are to the prophets and the church members are to warn the people of the world of an eternity without God and the torment in that eternity apart from God. That's what we're to do. We're to save the souls of men. We are not to take over kingdoms. We are not to take over nations. We're not to take over city governments. This has been a real 
This is why hatred, the hatred of the Christian people that are in that movement, the New Apostolic Reform Movement, the, the, the cities, the people, the governments within those areas, not only in this country, but this has gone international. And there is going to, there's a hatred and there's a persecution, a severe persecution coming to God's children because of this type of thinking. Christ did say that we're going to suffer, but you don't want to do things. You don't want to uh, uh, push things that are going to cause a, an animosity of the society against you. If, at po if, if it's possible, live at peace with all men. But when you start pushing these kind of agendas, watch out. They're going to, you're going to backfire. It's going to backfire on you. I think it was Miller's Church History. Yep, it was in Miller's Church History. It was presented that every time without fail that the children of God in all the societies in the past, to the present, be, be, uh, when they be, began to get involved in politics, without exception, we would go too far and it would bring in great persecution without fail. And this is where we are today. We can use the vote, do whatever, but we have to be careful. We have to be balanced. And I'm afraid that we are not balanced. We'll be back to continue in a few minutes. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Crepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. Accidents can happen at any time in any place. Preparing ourselves is critical to being able to respond with confidence. Serious bleeding events are scary, but having bleed stop handy can give you the edge. Just pour it directly in the wound and apply direct pressure. Clotting happens in seconds. KHNC listeners get 20% off on the products listed. Visit the KHNC website and hit the bleed stop button. That's the KHNC website and hit the bleed stop button. As the economy tightens, retailers are getting their products in front of thousands of new customers every month. The P.E. Gun Show is a whole family event featuring toys, craft items, food, survival and hunting accessories. Every show is loaded with potential buyers looking for your products. For table rental information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. 
the new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center, located at the Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is the perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShow.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage psychedelic surf and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Oh, a happy day. Okay, we're going to go into the second half of the second hour. This is uh, Rick Rodriguez, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. The program is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I am attempting to bring some clarity to the offices of the uh, in the churches, and also to. The well, how do I how do I go forward forward with this? Um, I I am going to still get to this matter of the two Babylons, ancient and modern Babylon. Uh, that's where I began the program an hour and a half ago, but I have to deviate to just talk about the prophets of Israel prior to the exile and after the exile, how God used these prophets and the sanctions that take place with God's children for being obedient, positive sanctions for being uh, disobedient, negative sanctions, and the time in which we are presently in, we're at the end of the world, we're at the end of this dispensation, the end of Satan's rule on the earth, Satan's rule is coming to an end, and the overcomer children of God in the seven churches and the lampstands, these individuals pose the biggest threat to the kingdom of darkness. Bullets, bombs, kings of the nations don't pose a threat. We Christians that are faithful to God pose the threat, the biggest threat. Because we have an authority to oversee this kingdom that Christ put in our hands at his, at his uh, ascension, his final ascension. And we have been given a commission to go into the world, preach the, the gospel of the kingdom of heaven, to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, to preach the gospel, not to take over the world not to uh, fight 
to see who's going to have the biggest ministry. This is apostasy. I talk, I'm going to talk about apostasy in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, but I'm trying to bring in everything into one three-hour period. It's difficult, but at least I can give the thought. There are many things that are apostasy. Apostasy is many different things. A deviating from what the Scripture says from the, the pure doctrine is apostasy. Uh, conduct in the Christian life, uh, distancing yourself from, from the relationship that you should have with Christ is apostasy. From uh, getting caught in bowing to things that are they can't talk, they can't hear, they can't move. Idols is apostasy. We in America, this is the land of idolatry. We are likened to, in, in Revelation, the land of Egypt and Sodom. Sodom and Egypt. Sodom, all of the sexual perversions, which you can see what's happening in America today. And we are exporting all of this philosophy and all of this type of sexual perversion internationally. It's not coming from the nations to America. We have become even more wicked in the matter of sex, sexual perversions than the nations. Egypt, the world, and the gods of the world, the, uh, the, uh, the spirits, the things that were worshipped, the gods of Egypt, these gods, Sodom and Egypt. Egypt, they had, I think it was 26 provinces, and each province had a priest in the occult that ruled over that vicinity. And each vicinity worshipped different gods. The moon, the frogs, etc. We have become just like Egypt with all the gods of Egypt. The gods of America. We are exporting these gods to the nations. And all of the nations with every culture that has come to this country, they have brought their gods here. Those from that have come up from South America have brought their form of Satan worship here. From the Far East, it has come here. From Russia, it has come here. From Haiti, it has come here. From Europe, it has come to this country. We are a nation that has brought in all of the different occult belief systems right here in one nation. We have turned, and we are turning to presently, a nation that has abandoning, is abandoning, has abandoned, is distancing itself from the Judeo-Christian thought and the God of Israel and Christ as Messiah. 
And we cannot reverse it. It cannot be reversed. This will be one of the signs of the end of the world, Babylon the Great, that sits between oceans. That it would become a nation that will abandon and distance and uh, will not allow the worship of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the Messiah of Israel, Jesus Christ, Yeshua. They will not allow it. America will become, is already, Babylon the Great, the great end-of-the-world harlot. I have, I'm going to read out of Isaiah 47 in a little bit, but I'm just trying to present to this audience the matter of the duties of the prophet, the duties of the prophet to bring God's children back to God. The duties of the prophet are to study the other prophets, to see the false prophets of the land in the Christian culture, especially. There are in the Christian assemblies, within the Christian society, whether it be Catholic, Lutheran, Orthodox, doesn't matter, evangelical Christianity and all the segments of that belief system, a messianic uh, the Messianics, they have their problems. The Pentecostals have their problems. The uh, Charismatics, Fundamentals, they all have their problems. The prophets bring, they, they are to observe, to see where the deviation from the what is written and the practice where the church deviated. And they address it. They pray about it. They address it. And as instructed, they bring God's children back from the, 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 depending on the distance away from Christ they are, they have to bring the people back to Christ. And it may take a hard word. Many different ways they do that but mainly the scripture. Then you have apostles. Yes, there will be apostles in the United States of America. There will be apostles. The scripture says it in Revelation 18. Babylon the great of the end of the world. This is not ancient Babylon 4,000 years ago. This is ancient Babylon. This is modern Babylon in the final centuries before Christ returns. It takes time for Babylon the Great, the daughter, to grow, mature, and become powerful and have an influence over the nations of the world through culture, spiritually, in every way, militarily, economically, politically, from the natural perspective, and also spiritually, exporting evil, exporting a culture that is an evil culture. There will be apostles according to Revelation chapter 18. And the this woman, this harlot in Revelation 18 is also talked about in Revelation 17. 
this harlot will, this woman, this nation, will be responsible for the death and the suffering of all that will be that will suffer and die internationally, as well as within the culture, within the nation. Apostles, prophets, and all who are slain. So yes, to those teachers that refuse to believe there are apostles at the end of the world, there will be. Uh, I would say, going back to some of the individuals in the past that I studied under, they or I would study, I listened to, I enjoyed their ministries, they were functioning in an apostolic principles. Uh, the Bible answer man, initially, um, trying to remember his name, the initial that took, uh, Hank Hanegraaff took over for him. Um, oh, uh, Walter Martin. Walter Martin. The principles of an apostle is clarity and knowledge of doctrine. Walter Martin had that principle. That is a principle of those who have apostolic ability. That they are, their ministry is to study the scripture and present what the scripture says in its purity, in its clarity. Walter Martin did just that. Uh, there was uh, Lester Summerall. Lester Summerall, also in a principle of someone who had prophetic, uh, uh, not prophetic, apostolic, uh, he operated in that, in another principle of the apostolic, in power and authority. He was able to, as a Pentecostal, he had the authority, he knew the authority that he had in Christ to perform the signs and the miracles, the wonders that were necessary to uh, encourage the children of God, to encourage those that followed him. I watched him. Another thing, too, with uh, uh, one of the characteristics of those that have apostolic ability, as well as prophetic, is their purity. This is something that is vital to those that are going to have this type of authority. Their purity, their conduct. Uh, there can't be the blemishes with their personalities, with their character. They have to be upright. They have to be. They have to have integrity. Uh, there was no ever at any time was there uh, any accusations. Walter Martin. Uh, they didn't like to, the the the, the uh, television uh, the the television ministries. They didn't like Walter Martin on because he took them. He held them, their feet to the fire. They didn't like him, but he was faithful. Lester Summerall, he was the same. He knew what he was to do. He knew what he was called to do, and he did it. With apostles, 
you must be firstly called by God. There is no option to self-appoint. There is, that is not an option. There's no such thing as a self-appointed apostle. Self-appointed apostle. You must be called. It is a God appointment. God chooses who He is going to put in positions of authority like an apostle. The uh, gravity of the responsibility is too great. It's not, it's not like uh, driving a car. It's more like steering a ship in treacherous waters. You have to know everything below the surface of the water, on the surface of the water, uh, the reefs. The, you have to be able to navigate blindly in the storms. Good weather, bad weather, you have to know the currents. This is ordained an ordained uh, position by the Holy Spirit. There's no, there's no uh, compromise, period. Those that say that they are apostles, uh, I've seen many, talked to many, and... Uh, even prayed that the Lord had exposed some of them, and He did. It's an ordained, it's, it's, a, it's a position where you have to be ordained to it. You have to be called to it. Because of the, again, the responsibility of these type of men is too great. When you have like Lester Summerall, he did things in his Christian walk from the time he, he was called just as a pastor into a church and then eventually would become a great radio ministry, television ministry and have a great responsibility. This took the hand of God and the miracles of God and with Lester Sumrall, he was given visions as to what he was to do, how he was to proceed and God was with him the whole way. It is this type of uh, sovereignty of God, the revelations of God to him, to give him the direction he needed to go. Many of the apostles today, that so-called apostles, they have they are, they they are educated, they've gone to college, they have backgrounds in economics, whatever theology. They. Uh, uh, no, they are charismatic, uh, eloquent in their speech, uh, many, many qualities. The qualities don't mean hoot. They don't mean a thing. Peter didn't have the qualities that many of these individuals today have. It was irrelevant. In the kingdom of heaven, it was irrelevant. I'll tell you why. With apostles, they must be ordained and must be called by God to those positions of great responsibility over the souls of men, not over economics or over politics. They have a responsibility over the souls of men. Now I'm going to go to the top of the hour, the last segment, last segment in a second. I have to hold, so stay with me. We'll be right back. 
Rick Rodriguez. The P.E. Gun Show, December 10th and 11th, will feature a firearms giveaway both Saturday and Sunday. Show location is the Premier Events Expo Center at the Greeley Mall. Food all weekend, CCW classes, and daily firearms drawings. It's the perfect way to spend the day. For more details, see PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Come sail the Mardi Gras and have the time of your life with Cruise Planners, the easiest and best way to plan your cruise. The Mardi Gras Cruise, February 13th through 25th, is a great way to escape the noisiness of life and enjoy the ocean with amazing attractions and fun for everyone on and off the boat. Contact them at 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Again, 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Reserve your space today. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top-shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050, extension 116, and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. LifeChoices.org or 303-651-2050, extension 116. Well, we're going to finish out this uh, hour. Apostasy means far from the mark, wide, apart from, distanced from the perfect mark. We are to we're like arrows flying through time and we are to uh, objective the ju- objective is is to hit that bullseye those that are apostate have strayed or have distance and are far from that perfect place where we are to be so and I'm going to continue with the apostles and the reality of the uh, the 
experiences of these type of people and how they how the Bible, what the, the New Testament has to say about these individuals that are called apostles. They're not self-appointed. They can't just take a title. They have to be ordained by God, called by God. They uh, have great, great responsibility, great responsibility, and not just a casual, not just a general responsibility, but great responsibility even greater than the responsibility of the prophets. Uh, they, another quality, is they have clarity of vision and purpose given to them by the Holy Spirit for any period of time in which they, are, uh, they live in. Through the centuries, I believe that there have been people that do have worked in the experience we wouldn't necessarily call them apostles. Uh, they felt that once the apostle age let, died, there were no apostles into the future. I don't believe that is true. I believe in all the seven churches, there are men that have the great responsibility. They must present clear doctrine. They do have authority and power uh, by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But it's not so much in the past as presently. Today, where we are presently, there is a need for men that have these, the, these uh, gifts given to them by the Holy Spirit. And when I get back to the third hour, I am really straying from what I intended to do today. I intended to talk about Babylon the Great and the prophets. If you don't see who Babylon the Great is, then you are going to be uh, wide of the mark. Because there is more spoken about Israel throughout the whole, all of the scripture is spoken of, but also Babylon the Great, especially in the time in which we live. There are many, many verses in the Old Testament and New Testament that talk about the end of the age, Babylon the Great. Israel, Babylon the Great. They have a working relationship together. Russia is there. Saudi Arabia. Jordan. Lebanon. Syria. China. Turkey. But Babylon the Great and its relationship with Israel. This is one of the main ways in which we can see. Is there a Babylon the Great at the end of the world? And if so... Who is this mystery Babylon? We'll be back for hour three in just a few minutes. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. The site of the nation's latest mass shooting murder is a Colorado Springs gay nightclub. Moments before midnight last night, Springs police and fire responded to the club on North Academy Boulevard. Police Lieutenant Pamela Castro. Got initial phone call at about 11.57 in the evening that there was an active shooting at a local club known as Club Q. Castro says five people were killed there, another 18 wounded. She adds the shooter was among those hurt, and the club says in a social media post some customers bravely subdued him. That man's been arrested and is being held while being treated at a local hospital. He's been identified as 22-year-old Anderson Aldrich. Police say he used a long rifle in the attack. The History Colorado Center in Denver opened a brand new exhibit Saturday that can help everyone learn about the Sand Creek Massacre that happened 158 years ago this month. You really need to watch the movies over there, like the videos. Those are uh, some of the hardest things. I cried. It never gets any easier. Waylon Rogers of the Cheyenne tribe and his family, including his toddler daughter, traveled to Denver from Montana for the opening. Everything that we talked about in our meetings are here in, this, in these rooms. It's all very accurate. When we lost this land, we lost our people at the same time. History Colorado's chief creative officer is Jason Hansen. It's important that people walk away understanding that the Cheyenne and Arapaho had vibrant, thriving cultures before the massacre. They still do today. Tribal members like Rogers, who got to see the opening, called the exhibit a great testament to those who lost their lives at Sand Creek. The actual date of the massacre, November 29th. In sports, the Avalanche beat the Capitals in D.C. last night 4-0 in the NHL. On the college football fields, Air Force ran all over the CSU Rams and got the win 24-12. The terrible CU Buffs got blasted by Washington 54-7. Wyoming looked good for a while, but Boise State beat them 20-17. And in the NFL today, the Broncos hope for a win over the Raiders at home. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. What do you want for Christmas? I want Christmas to last longer. One day is not enough. There's a magical place where I've made that happen. At Gaylord Rockies, there's 45 days of so much Christmas. Oh, and ice is back, featuring a Charlie Brown Christmas. Join us November 18th through January 1st to make memories that will last forever. Get tickets and packages at Christmas at GaylordRockies.com. Becco's new line of dishwashers feature corner intents, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Becco achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Becco, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Becco.com for more details. That's V-E-K-O.com. J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 East 7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J, daysappliance.com.
Why does it seem America is slowly sinking? Whose fault is it? It's not the Obamas or the Clintons. It's not the Republicans or the Democrats. It's not corporations, the military, or foreign countries. It's the Federal Reserve, a central banking system made up of private bankers that corrupt and control virtually all aspects of the world's money supply and the economy. All of the major problems of the world can be traced back to the Federal Reserve and central banks of other countries. Hi, I'm Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. Listen to our shows at 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Monday through Friday at 1360 KHNC. The Patriot Trading News Hour and Faking the Truth. We sell gold and silver, the best way to protect your hard-earned money. Call us at 800-951-0592 and keep those blood-sucking bankers out of your wallet. It's beginning to look a lot Hey friends, Freddie Freeman here. You're wondering what to get that special someone for Christmas, and they're a prepper. Wonder no longer. 1360KHNC.com has you covered. Just click on the Patriot Supply button and find that perfect gift for that special someone today. With plenty of survival products, from emergency survival food, water filtration systems, survival coffee, and more, My Patriot Supply has got the perfect gifts for you. Just click that Patriot Supply button only on 1360KHNC.com. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Podcasts for these programs are on 1360KHNC.com. I know that uh, Sunday morning many of you are in assembly. Well, you have, uh, you can later at any time, you can, this three-hour program, you can piece it out, uh, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, uh, depending on your schedules, but it's available. It's archived on 1360KHNC.com. Also, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And I have been attempting to get to America in the Bible I'm going to get to that, but I have been laying a extensive foundation, I, I feel. I need to do it. It's important. Many people don't believe there will be apostles and prophets at the end of the world. I believe there will be. I believe that's what the Scripture says. This is my uh, study. This is what I present. Paul the Apostle stated that in Corinth, he had heard that there were divisions there were uh, arguments amongst the leaders of the assemblies. And he said, 
he knows it's true. And he said, but these things have to happen. These debates, arguments, if you want to call them arguments, debates, these dialogues, they must take place. Many Christians have uh, problems with, you know, heated dialogues. Well, Paul had a heated dialogue with Peter concerning this matter of the uh, Jewish Judaism. It was heated. They were uh, upset. They were yelling. It was a heated discussion or argument. Christians that have problems, I mean, there are times when, yeah, you might have these type of heated discussions that are going nowhere. It's more about personality than it, than it is about doctrine. That's different. But when it comes to doctrine, it says we're to contend, we're to wrestle. Wrestle, uh, not violently, but to wrestle aggressively to find out the truth about what Scripture really says. I, Paul said, eventually he said, I know, I hear of these wrestlings, I hear of these grappling sessions, but they are needed, they are necessary, because through these grappling sessions, eventually you find out who whose doctrine is correct, who, who those are that are going to be approved. That has to happen. So I present these things, and I don't mind grappling, uh, not to be vicious with anybody. In that sense, no, we're not to do that. But we are to grapple. We are to wrestle. We are to... Uh, Engage. And I just say that I believe the scripture says in Revelation 18, talking about the United States of America, there will be apostles in this nation. There will be prophets in this nation. The matter of who and what is an apostle, I'm presenting number one. They must be called by God. They're not self-appointed. They're called by God because of the great responsibility and the gravity of the responsibility of the souls of men that are going to be in their care. They must be called by God. They must, secondly, they have a great experience of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Everything they do is under the direction of the Holy Spirit. Not every believer uh, is under a powerful direction of the Holy Spirit. Most Christians, they, uh, they know the Holy Spirit in kind of a general way. Maybe some a more, more uh, a deeper way, a deeper experience. Not the apostles. They must have the experience in the deepest sense. The deepest sense of the the deepest experiences of the Holy Spirit. Not not general, not light, very deep. Paul, upon his conversion in the book of Acts, 
He leaves everything. He goes to the desert. It was in the desert that the Holy Spirit began to reveal to him the new change that had taken place with Israel and what had taken place after Christ's death and resurrection. And that experience, I believe, that Paul really, under the tutorship, under the direction of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, Paul, though he wasn't with Christ during the early years, he, in the desert experience, he understood the deep experience of the anointing of God on his life, his calling, and with his vast experience of the Judaism, he was able to take all of these experiences, all of his background, the history of Israel, the teachings of Israel, Moses, the law, the Sanhedrin, the priesthood, uh, all of it. He had that as a resource in education. But then, with the Holy Spirit upon his life, then everything became clear. And that became the, the most powerful aspect of Paul's ministry, is his sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. We are all to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But his sensitivity for the responsibility that he was going to have to preach to the Gentiles the deep things of God was vital to him. He needed the sensitivity and the anointing. In John, uh, the first epistle of John, it talks about the unction and the anointing. For Christians, that is vital to know the anointing that leads you to all truth, the unction that uh, John talks about. Something not understood, but you know eventually when it is God. You have a sense, you just know that it is God. And the anointing leads you to grow, to mature. This was a great experience, the vital experience the Apostle Paul had. He took it most seriously. We should also take that experience of the anointing in our lives. That is something we cannot fudge. We cannot uh, poo-poo. We cannot take lightly. The gravity of it is too great. The, the, the prophets have that same experience. Now, the difference between the apostle and the prophets goes into this matter of revelation. Paul made it clear, and he used it the, the, uh, uh, where he had written in Corinthians that there was someone he knew that was caught up to the third heaven and saw things that he could not mention, unspeakable things. Well, Another trait, or another, yes, I guess that would be the best way I can put it for right now. Another trait of those that have apostolic calling is revelation, is vision, revelation, knowledge of the eternal plan of God in the different seasons throughout the last 2,000 years, 
the centuries, seasons, or the, the changes in societies throughout the world. Vision. Vision and revelation. Paul had revelation of many things that he wouldn't even talk about. That is another experience that God gives those that have apostolic ability. Clarity of the plan of God for their time. Paul knew and was very clear through the teachings of the prophets in the Old Testament and through the teachings of Christ himself. There is another flock that Christ must attend to. What is this? He knew, the Apostle Paul knew, that God was going to must, would, a vital part of the plan of God was to bring in the children that were not the children of the family of Israel. It would be the Gentile people. Because in the Gentile people there was a plan and there must be a bringing in of non-Hebrew nations. He knew that was vital because God could not play favorites. And God, for his glory, had to have an adopted son, which would be the Gentile people. This would show the children of Israel the fairness, the goodness, the mercy, and the, the deep, deep a love that God had for all mankind, which Christ paid the, the highest price at his crucifixion to bring in every, give every man, every man, woman, and child to all the nations an opportunity to experience this magnificent God and all of the riches that would be given to mankind through Messiah, through Christ, all the riches. It would be available to God's adopted children and to those that were the root, the children of Israel, the Hebrew people. This shows how God cannot play favorites. It proves that he cannot be biased. He must bring in the nations. White, black, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, educated, non-educated, evil, those that would repent that were evil. Uh, He's no respecter of persons. Every All the river of God, the river of God, the waters of life coming from the throne of God into the earth presently. All, every man and woman and child, every human being has access to that river. That river is Jesus Christ. And that river gives eternal life. The river is there. It's just free will. Anyone who wants to jump into that river, anyone who wants to enjoy all the riches and the life of that river, all they have to do is jump in. Some get to the edge, never jump in. But the river is there. Jesus Christ is that river, that river of the Holy Spirit flowing from the throne of God throughout the earth presently and is available to 
anyone whosoever will let him come and drink freely of the water of life let him come it's available these pictures these types in the scripture are a picture is worth a thousand words Christ is the life-giving spirit he is alive he sits on the throne but his spirit is out is, is gone throughout the whole world as a river and every any anybody everybody has access to that life-giving spirit that river flowing from the throne of God so Paul had these deep revelations then with that Paul had the through the anointing that he had on his mind he was able to see clearly the different strategies of the devil this is why he wrote his epistles to all the seven churches or to all the churches at that era in that time he started some of those churches he saw clearly i think he initiated initially the gospel preaching in corinth and then later on he would see the churches and he would see clearly the hand of the devil the move of the devil in corinth very wealthy church a prominent church and the world the ways of the world how they were overtaken by their wealth by their education their philosophy he understood that he was able to address it he uh, under he addressed their immaturity but in corinth he knew they needed something more than their natural ability this is why in Revelation, why in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he talks to them about the gifts of the Spirit. All the nine gifts of the Spirit. He talks to them clearly on each gift. And he knew that this is what it was going to take in Corinth for them to overcome, to distance themselves from the philosophy of that area from the worldliness of that area and he he said you know he tells them <clears throat> they've been born again for a while but he has to talk to them like babes they're too sophisticated he can't be genuine and real with them and speak a hard word so he has to write them letters from a distance they wouldn't have been able to handle his coming and speaking directly to them it would have been too much they were too tender in the soul so he had to write him a letter. He had to write to babes in Christ. Then, to the those in Galatia, uh, the churches there, he knew a separate, a different spirit. He knew something else that was different. And it was the philosophy of men. Men who declared themselves to be great, great, knowledgeable individuals and things of God. Well, Paul said, well, I went to visit. I went to listen to some of these people. And his comment was very simple, but very profound. But they added nothing to me. He listened to these men, but they added nothing to me. Uh, they thought they had a new gospel, a gospel that was more powerful than the gospel that the Apostle Paul was presenting. Jesus Christ and him crucified. They had a different gospel, a new gospel, 
alternative gospel, supposedly more powerful than the gospel that God gave Paul to present in his ministry. They added nothing to me. There was no change. There's nothing new. They haven't stated anything. If there is, a, if there is an addition, something more powerful than my gospel that I present, I want to hear about it. Well, he listened to what they had to say. He said, they added nothing to me. The men in this country, are they adding something? What are they adding to the children of God, to the family of God in this country? Are they adding what the apostles taught in the New, New, New Testament? Or are they adding something, an alternative gospel? like a Gnostic gospel. Uh, with my uh, affiliation with the Messianic churches, uh, some of those that were Messianic pastors eventually began to gravitate toward the, uh, oh, what was the word? I call it Gnosticism. They, there's another term for it, um, Boy, I want to remember. It's important. It's Gnosticism. When they would start to get into the Gematria, and that's not, that's part of it, um, into the hidden, deeper things in, I'll think of it, I'll have to bring that word in when I get it. But in Galatia, they were bringing in a new type of a thinking and it was Gnostic it was something apart from the teachings of Christ apart from the reality of the Holy Spirit it was something additional it was something from the occult basically new age teaching that Christ was not the only way there could be other ways to attain godliness and God consciousness. So he had all these things that he had to contend with. And uh, then with the church in Ephesus, he spent time there, I think three years. It was a different, whole different, different creature. But he understood it. This is the type of revelation that the Holy Spirit gave him. He was able to look at the personalities of these different churches, the different regions, and what Satan was doing to bring in other thought. And with the Ephesians, he knew that Ephesus was a center for all of the fallen angels, the principalities and powers. He understood that. This was a spiritual center for these type of entities and he presented it to them at the same time Paul in Ephesus he made it clear to the believers there were two families two uh, children in the plan of God Hebrew and Gentile he made it very clear to them that they'd been baptized into one spirit because the still 
the Jewish people believed that God would favor only them and his work would be only with them. They were having a hard time grasping that God, Christ would bring in and had died for the Gentile nations also. So they were having a hard time with that. So Paul spent took three chapters to basically make it clear once again that there were in the household of God Hebrew and Gentile members. This had to be because without the two children, God's eternal plan could not be accomplished. And that Christ is all things to both of these children. He is all, everything. The Gentiles have nothing. Christ is everything to them. With the Hebrew people, they really have nothing. Christ is everything to them. And he stayed with that thought. And he said that there was no division. There should not be division amongst them. Because it was a psychological uh, war that was taking place in their minds. And he had to address it again and again. He addressed it also in the book of Romans 9, 10, and 11. The psychological thought had to be, it's powerful, and it had to be broken, and the reality that God must have an adopted, a a child that was called by him in a lineage, in a family, and all the promises were to them, covenants were made to them, and that was that was the reality of that is still exists today but then at the time of messiah's death a new experience had to take place in the world in the spiritual world it had to be hebrew children that are born again and an additional adopted family the gentiles so paul had this revelation and this is why he took time to explain and expound on it we're going to be back in a few minutes all at tree ministry rick rodriguez 1360khnc.com for podcasts hey hey yes you yes, you be sure to listen to fake in the truth where jason and brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360 KHNC.com. Hey, all you Sharp community members, are you ready for the next level in your haircut? If you live up here in northern Colorado, visit us in Loveland at 4th and Garfield. You can always have a walk-in, but we highly recommend an appointment. Give us a call at 970-617-2158. Or if you live a little south, we have a shop for you in Mead, Colorado on Highway 66 and I-25, just behind the tractor supply. Give us a ring at 720-745-0783, and we can get you set up with a convenient appointment. We look forward to seeing you at either shop and taking care of the family. And as always, live sharp. 
Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. Reasons to Own Gold Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com Reason number 647 Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money And the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 Hello, I'm Devin McKenna with Play It Fun Word, your new traveling carnival. Please check us out at playitfunword.com or call to book me at 602-402-2642. I do festivals, birthdays, block parties, corporate events, kid at heart parties, summer and day camps. Anything your mind can imagine, I will do it. Play It Fun Word, the party you never had. At playitfunword.com, 602-402-2642. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus So with Paul, Corinthians chapter 12, he talked about discernment. And here, as he wrote these epistles, he understood the spirits operating uh, in the areas of these churches. He knew what was happening with Ephesus. He had to address the matter of two children adopted, one adopted into the family of God, one natural born. And that there was no division. There should not be. There could not be a division between the two of them. Suspicion. And today we have the Messianic churches and their suspicion because the Messianics. Uh, are there problems within the Messianic uh, assemblies? There are. Definitely. Nobody wants to talk about them. Even the men who are the rabbis or the leaders of the assemblies, they don't like to talk about their problems. But there are problems. They don't want to talk about, you know, their uh, differences in doctrine concerning the Trinity 
or the Godhead or, or practice. Each has a different practice. It's like the Pentecostal churches. Practice. What is different is some do it this way, some do it that way. That can't be and should not be a uh, point of contention with the children of God. There are many, you know, we all have different individual personalities. That is to the glory of God. God is a God of diversity. Diversity in the sense that you don't have some just putting one one, uh, cookie exactly the same as the next, as an example. No. God can't represent himself like that. He limits who he is and his his uh, glory by cookie cutter personalities. He's he's glorified by different gems, <clears throat> by the different like in the New Jerusalem. All the different gems are in the New Jerusalem. The personalities of individuals and cultures, and this is what. What, how God glorifies himself. You go to uh, China as a culture. Some of the wonderful things uh, in China. The people, I, I know, I lived in Berkeley, California. In the fellowship I was part of, there were uh, Chinese people, Japanese people. They, they, they were fervent people that loved Christ. They were fervent for him. This, uh, this displayed the glory of God. There were blacks, there were Hispanics, there were Anglo. It displayed all the magnificence of the glory of God. So, so Paul was talking about how the in Ephesus there was not to be contention between the two children of God. There couldn't be. But Satan, he wants to cause uh, these type of problems with, with personalities. The, uh, there's no, you know, I, I, say, I state this over and over repeatedly. I need to state it again presently. Christ, Messiah, Yeshua, has a table. That table would be like King Solomon's table. And it was a magnificent, every meal, every dinner was a display of the glory of God working with Israel and the blessings on Israel and the, anybody that would come to sit at this table and the spread that King Solomon had, they were, they were in awe. This is what God has done for his children he has put a table and that table the reality of that table is going to be in the millennial kingdom all of his children that have been faithful are going to sit at that table black and white and asian and hispanic and anglo or of course uh every race every nation every tribe every tongue from the nation of israel from i'll tell you who's going to be there 
believers from Israel, believers from Lebanon, believers from Syria, believers from Jordan, believers from Saudi Arabia, believers from uh, Iran, uh, Iraq, uh, Russia, China, from uh, Britain, from every single nation in the world, there will be, be believers sitting at that table. And in reality, Christ said he is going to come and serve all of these children. He's going to wait on them, wait on them and serve them. And he said that he would not drink any more wine. <clears throat> and I'm not talking grape juice. I'm talking wine with alcohol. We'll be in our, in our resurrected state. It won't affect us. Alcohol won't affect us. But that's what he means. He will serve us and he will drink with us in the millennial kingdom. But in time, right now, in the same principle in the kingdom of heaven, with Hebrew and Gentile, from all the nations, Christ has, in reality, put all the riches of everything that he is and all that he has given to his bride, the church, the children of God, is a massive table spread. All the riches, salvation, uh, justification by faith, uh, atonement, all the riches that came to the body of Christ at the resurrection are now available to Hebrew and Gentile. There is no, there is no, uh, everything, the, God, Christ, the Holy Spirit, is available to every individual. What is at that table is available to both children. There is no favorite of one child, Hebrew, over the other, Gentile. There's no favoritism with God. The angels, the holy angels watch and they're mystified. How is it that God, giving the promises to Israel, can bring Hebrew or Gentile people to this table? Because the commandments, the laws, the everything that was given to Israel is still Israel's. It's still for the unsaved Jewish people. Those covenants are still theirs. But upon receiving Messiah, then you shift into a greater, a greater blessing, a different blessing, a greater reality. The Jewish people, they have the covenants. They have the, the, the Davidic covenant, all the Mosaic. They have all of that still, but they're not born again. But once an individual is Hebrew is born again, it is changed. Naturally, naturally, they still have a blessing upon them. And you curse them, you're going to get cursed. Still. But in Christ, they've received a greater, greater riches through Jesus Christ. And Paul made that very clear. He considered all things to be dung. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus his Lord. It was dung. He was Pharisee of the Pharisees. From a uh, point of being a rabbi. He left it. 
with his being born of the, uh, a, a tribe of Benjamin. He left it. He could not bring that into his ministry because then he would basically do what Peter was doing. That he is something because he's Hebrew. No, he had to distance himself, separate himself from that type of thought. Because God has two children, Hebrew and Gentile, at his table. Both are loved equally. Both are provided for equally. And if not, God would be unfair to his own word. There cannot be uh, favoritism in the family of God. There isn't. Everything that is on the table is available to all Hebrew or Gentile. And we believers, black, white, whatever race, we cannot, the white with the Anglo may think, well, you're, you, you or we can be favored over blacks or Hispanics or Asians. No such thing. In the kingdom of heaven. There is no such thing. There is no favoritism like that. We were all bought with the same price. With the same blood of Christ. We were given the same redemption. We were given the same Holy Spirit. We have uh, equal access to the Holy Spirit. We have access to the blood. To wash away sins daily. We have access to tabernacle with Christ to allow him to tabernacle with us there is no difference Paul had to break this in the thinking of the Ephesians it's a tough tough uh, psychological thought to break but he went into Romans 9 10 and 11 he said uh, no God did not throw away or he did not abandon the Jewish people. No. They're still the elect of God. Elect. Not born again elect. The physical, the children as a family, elect of God. The promises are still to them. But inside of Messiah, it's a different world. It's a completely different world. There are two children to carry out one purpose. God cannot carry out his eternal plan with just the Hebrew born-again children. He cannot do it. It's impossible. He could not carry out his eternal plan with just the Gentile born-again people. No. It takes two. There has to be a testimony of two. Two children of God that have Messiah living in them, that complement each other, that have all the riches that Christ has made available to his children, available to them, all the riches. This is something that the angels, the holy angels, cannot quite understand. It's a mystery to them, but it's not a mystery to us. Then it is developed in, Reve in Revelation chapter 11 by the apostle John. Paul develops it in Ephesians and Romans. But then John 
brings a greater reality to the revelation he received on Patmos, Revelation 11. There are two witnesses, two children that stand before the God of the whole earth. Do just the Hebrews stand before the God of the earth that are born again? Of course not. Just Just the Gentiles? Of course not. Both together stand before the God of the earth. Both of them. Each having a different uh, responsibility, so to speak. A similar responsibility in standing before the God of the whole earth and proclaiming the unrighteousness, the injustice to the world in a court of law, being called upon to testify against an unjust, satanic world, cultures. We are going to be called to testify against the wickedness of Babylon the Great. Hebrew and Gentile together. And together we have been gifted to call plagues upon the earth as often as we desire, as often as we're commanded. And we, during the days of our prophesying, which will be 1,260 days, we will stop the rain. Right now, the government stopped the rain through weather warfare. We won't need the technology of man to stop the weather. We will have the power of Almighty God, just like Elijah, to stop the heavens. And they want to make it rain in a certain region? No. We will have the power to stop and bind those spirits of technology that would cause it to rain. We will have the authority like Moses had when he called the judgments on on Egypt. We are Egypt. We are the land of the occult. We're the land that worships all the idols of Egypt and more. We're likened to Egypt and Sodom. The, the sex sins of Sodom reside right here in America. We're promoting these sex sins internationally. We're changing the laws, attempting to change the laws internationally that would protect children and individuals from the spirits that, that rule over perversion. And Egypt, all of the idolatry of Egypt, 26 precincts, and each priest having power over a certain spirit. And all of the areas of Egypt involved in the occult. Many gods, many, many, many. And God calls Moses, takes him into the wilderness for 40 years and shows him, reminds him, look at Moses, you would have been the Pharaoh and these are all the gods of Egypt that you would have had power and authority over of authority over. But I'm going to show you, Moses, me, myself. I'm going to show you who I am. I don't need the gods of Egypt. In fact, they are at war with me. And in Ephesians, Paul talked about in chapter 6 what he was wrestling with. 
spirits, powers in the heavens, thrones. In Ephesus, he told them, and he said in Acts, the book of Acts, I have warned you day and night for three years that when I leave, wolves are going to come in to divide you, to destroy you from within. He already knew that within the churches in Ephesus, and the wolves were people that were Satanists in our terminology. They were involved in the occult. They served Lucifer. And they were already in the assemblies waiting for Paul to leave because he knew who they were. And they didn't plan any evil because Paul would have addressed it. They didn't plan their evil until Paul was gone. He left, and sure enough, the wolves came in, just like in America. They're here today. We'll be back to finish out the program. Rick Rodriguez, Olive Tree Ministry. I'm Sina Milanazzo, Telephone Technology Specialist, here with Liberty Communications. We are the local experts for cloud and VoIP telephone systems. If you have a traditional phone system and want to learn more about how VoIP can help your business, then call me. I'll sit down with you and we'll come up with solutions on how to keep you ahead of your competition. Call 720-399-0233 or email info at libertyvts.com. VoIP doesn't have to be a four-letter word. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. 
Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Well, we are finished for today. Three hours. I did not get to America in the Bible. Babylon the Great in the Bible, the seed of Antichrist. I didn't get to that today. Um, the Holy Spirit wanted me to present this, all that I presented. And, and the podcasts are 1360khnc.com. And this way, during the week, you can go to the what's archived and listen at your convenience. This way you can go to assembly. If you go to assembly, and uh, you can have dual, dual church. Uh, uh, you can go to two churches, your regular assembly and to the radio church. So, now, to finish out, so the Apostle Paul... With the apostles, number one, they are called by God, not appointed by man, self-appointed by man. Number two, they have a deep, deep experience given to them, trained by the Holy Spirit to know His Spirit. And is that possible? Or is this nuts? Well... When Elijah was carried away, it says that Elisha received a double portion of his spirit. This is a spiritual principle. In this time, the apostles will have an added experience, a dynamic spiritually of the Holy Spirit that would not be general or even that of just the apostles, of the prophets. There will be something additional, a double portion, for the purposes of God, for the responsibility that they have. They'll have a greater discernment. They'll have a, a, a much deeper, keener insight into the culture. And there is, third, then thirdly, I'll just say, they have a very clear knowledge and understanding of the scripture, the plan of God, the eternal purpose of God in all the, uh, like for instance with prophecy, being able to see the prophecies accurately and to be able to present the reason why God will do what he's going to do, the way he's going to do it. Example, we are not going to escape persecution. There are those false prophets that are saying we are not going to, that we will escape through rapture. No, we will not escape. We are here. We have a responsibility. We are the army of God. There's a reason for us to be here. Another thing, too, America is not in the Bible. Another thing also is that Antichrist will come from the Catholic Church 
and Babylon the Great is from the Catholic Church, and or the Babylon the Great is Iraq, 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 present Iraq. No, I'm done for today. So, God bless you. God bless you in a mighty and rich way. May you dine of all dine with all the riches of God Almighty this coming week. God bless you. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. KHNC, my truck broke down. I knew it was time to get it.